0: You show up in the intro. I didn't get that on the computer.
1: Domino's Tracker!
0: <laughs> Where's the pizza?
1: Your driver, Stephen, is on his way! Oh, thank God. Iceman, a podcast
0: presented by Tuned Up Custom Rods. Hi hey John. Hi Dan. Hi, Tom. Hi guys. I forgot to give you the five-finger uh countdown for the intro music there. Five, hey, he I it. apologize. Five finger death punch be He's to, <laughs>
2: What is this? Episode twenty-eight? He should know how to do it by now. I panicked. <laughs> it's okay. Was, we're was, all waiting I, for the pizza. I I, I, was, it, I was everyone's, got, everyone's learning about the pizza. Stefan's gotta be here soon. Yeah, we ordered pizza
1: because we're all it's Ten o'clock at night, and apparently this is the fourth meal. We tried to order from a different pizza place. Who
0: thanks Tasties and yeah, thanks, I, had, Tasties. I called
1: them at what nine fifty, and they told that they were closed at uh, nine forty-five. That was we're, the response. Are normal normal for food at nine forty-five. A real
2: normal time to shut down your yeah. business. <laughs>
1: Not <laughs> nine nine forty-three or
2: nine forty-seven. Nine forty-five on the dot. We should do that at the shop, John. We should have the closing time just be arbitrary. 10.56. 10, 10, yeah.
1: Be like, why is that? I don't know. Just because. I I, I, why is closing time always at even numbers? Should we call them and ask them? <laughs> what? Call tasty tasty yeah. Yeah. and call No, yeah. oh, we're not doing that. Why they, not? they
2: close at 10 because like, i wanted to deliver the next time we record yeah. we, we, we
0: need to have an explanation of the nine forty five hard close you, you
2: talked us into the Taco pizza i don't want to burn our bridge now
1: but i think the real reason that we didn't get our pizza is because you delayed what your response was your five minutes of indes- indecisiveness cost really? yeah cost us pizza
2: sorry i mean if you need to if you need a scapegoat on this uh
1: Domino's Rather on. than be mad
2: at the actual people in charge, Tasties, so well, you can p- put it on me if you need to.
1: I guess that's the new society trend. Just push it on somebody else. Yeah. Just blame them. Who's easier to blame? Yeah, I'm gonna just. i blame the guy right in front of me, who was just debating on which pizza, which delicious pizza. You Should want. we have
0: buffalo chicken and barbecue chicken at the same time? No, two gross red sauces. Wait. They're not gross. <laughs> They're not gross, but you can't go like two. That's morning. a lot of right. You That's can't have you can't have two weird sauce pizzas. I'm sorry. Yes, you can. You just have a weird sauce morning. I <laughs> uh, no. gross. So but, what? If, yeah. I let's. We're digressing oh, yeah.
1: a lot. So yeah. what? What have you been up to? I went to a Twins game. On last Thursday, and it was a very cool experience. We got to sit behind home plate. It was 105 degrees outside. It was beautiful to sit in a hard plastic chair, sweating my butt
0: off
2: yeah and the part that doesn't get shade
0: uh no it just basically it was nine o'clock and it was still 100 degrees yeah did you and, did you almost catch any fouls or anything anything no. come even kind of close no 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 A uh. foul ball did hit our seat in the third inning but we were not there uh. that makes
1: sense the lady's like yeah it hit your seat i'm like thanks <laughs> really appreciate that should have went down
0: here for the entire was game was that on your fourth two gingers run of the night <laughs> pretty much it was it was so this hot is a,
2: this is a work trip i believe it right? was a work trip yeah a work trip <laughs> We have very different
0: jobs.
1: <laughs> I sell beer cartons. One of the process of selling beer cartons is drinking your product.
2: Hey, you know what? You, everyone's got to be. You drink informed. beer cartons. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. I haven't been to a Twins game all year. I'm watching the Twins right now. They won,
1: which was everyone was quite surprised at. But it, uh, it's an interesting it's an interesting environment now because there were people still wearing masks, which was really strange. Were they? Yeah. Like, oh,
0: is there any social distancing or any like um no, capacity sat, guidelines or we anything sat like that? On
1: top of each other, because the guy I was sitting next to was about five foot eight, and the guy sitting next to him was six foot seven, and I'm six foot seven, so it was literally like a And the guy behind you was like five foot two. It was just it was like, you heat. That's all it was. It was just heat. It was gross. The guy in the middle's like, damn it. <laughs> I'm always in the middle. That was my boss. He was he was struggling I think he was cooking. It yeah. was like a, a flatbread sandwich in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> well those seats are not made for big people my legs are like over the top of it i can't get comfortable i can't close my legs that far
2: yeah yeah that's true baseball seats are not uh not super even generous. i thought
0: like the fancy seats like that you got like lots of leg room we were like eight seats away from the fancy seats oh, yeah you
2: but, were yeah
1: but i don't know if i would have wanted to sit on a leather seat and sweat more no
2: those guys you get uh what, cooling rags or, like, air conditioning? They, like, bring you beer? Yeah. Waitresses? I saw that.
1: They all had masks on. I was like, can you just drop off two, three, four beers for me every time? (laughs)
0: Save me a trip up. It is weird that they're all still wearing masks. I think that a lot of these businesses, you know, are catering to the mask crowd, so they require employees. I suppose. Even if they're vaccinated or whatnot.
2: We had the last day of school, and as soon as the kids walked out, all the teachers took our masks off.
0: And we'll never wear them again.
2: It's, yeah. I mean... But don't you think it's weird that everyone flipped a switch in like two days? It just went back to normal. Uh, yeah, because I think a lot of people were
1: at the point of like, "What's going on?" Is I, this- yeah, I think
2: I think most people were just counting down time until they could be normal.
1: No, oh.
2: I don't know. Weird times, it's weird a very, times,
1: very weird times. But we should talk about our open water rods. Let's do because it because we haven't talked about open water rods. We were supposed to, but. Uh, the shop kind of was torn down. Shop, the shop, yeah.
2: I got to use a bunch of them today. i am fishing all day today.
1: You went fishing?
2: Uh, did you have a boat? <laughs> You're a jerk, John.
1: Sure. There's, there's still a saga for everyone. We should uh, we should do a contest. Like th- this. When's is, it
2: going to actually show up?
1: When is Dan's boat going to show up? Because there is no rhyme or reason for, because you've been told 46 different
2: dates. Today is June 15th. Recording June 15th. Today was the day it was due off the assembly line. And I got a text today saying, it's due off the assembly line June 23rd now. So the day before your birthday. Yeah. The day of my kidney stone surgery. (laughs) (laughs) Dan's
1: in a world of hurt right now. No boat and kidney stones. Don't
2: get kidney stones, kids. Or if you do, don't get big ones.
1: I'm thinking they're pretty much caused by these animal crackers you just mowed down. These white. <laughs> build, I'm cr- building new, new kidney stones. Yeah, There's those little confetti ones. If anyone wants to know, they, they were good.
2: All right, I had a long day on the water. Caught a million bass. We won tonight, by the way. But won the league. Were you the only people out there though? No, I got first out of first. Our team, Steve and I, who took first place today, we had a good day. Has that happened before? Yeah, but oh, okay, but
0: not when I was with you though.
2: Well, no, because.
0: You were with. <laughs> so what was what actually
1: won it? Like pounds, or it, it's a multi-species tournament, right? It is.
2: Uh, we it's based on length, so uh, you have to twelve inch or bigger for bass. So twelve inches two points, and then sixteen inches or bigger is three points. Eighteen inch or bigger is four points. Twenty in or over is five points. So we and got, you get to count like five fish. You get six fish. Six fish, six fish per team. So our team, we got our six fish and we had three bonus. So three fish. Is over that just
0: 16. like a photo thing, or you have to bring them in, or
2: uh, we bring them in on the live well and then show them. We do a uh, on the water um, deal where they, the tournament, the, the main person has their official bump board, and you uh, you show them the fish. And if they're over twelve, they just say yep and you throw it back in the water. And if they're close, they measure it. I
1: you know I'm surprised with all the technology we have. There is not a And maybe catch if you're listening to this, catch boards, a digital like reflective material that you can take a picture on it. It scans the length and gives you a very hard fast inch mark. Maybe there's got to. I mean, there's the technology is probably already there. Maybe my my phone can do that. Yeah, I mean, all these phones. They mean these QR codes and stuff. They
2: we did. I mean, they're hard to measure sometimes. Like we caught a pike today. And trying to measure that on a traditional bump board there, that doesn't want to lay down and have you stretch them out. <laughs> That's why you don't catch pike, pike and measure pike. You know, pike are the worst.
1: They are the spinnerbait killers, or frog killers, as I always catch them frog fishing for some reason. Yeah, it hit my
2: Texas rig. hit hard, too. I thought I thought I caught a big bass. But no, got to use a bunch of the rods this week. It yeah. was awesome. It was awesome.
1: So we, we should talk about our rods, because there is some, there's a little confusion on what the rods and how they set them apart and what the actual models are mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we should talk about the, our kind of top tier line, which is the apex elite. And we'll go in the spinning rods first. Sure. Um, so we make a seven, six medium light, fast seven, two medium light, fast, and a six, eight medium extra fast. So when you say all those, those are lengths, right? Yes. Okay. So, sorry, they are lengths. And, uh, <clears throat> those three rods are slightly different. Um, the six, eight is for, I, I use it for jigging and pitching and stuff like that. Lighter stuff, more of aggressive platforms, smaller jigging wraps, um, smaller rip and wraps, not the giant ones. And then the medium lights I use for ton for wacky rigging and Lindy rigging, um, as well as some finesse like maribou applications and stuff like that. Uh, and they come in different lengths of splits. I don't, my, my favorite rod is a seven, two medium light. Apex Elite. I have at least two of them in my boat at all times. Mm-hmm. They are the go-to rod for everything. I don't know what's what's your favorite spinning rod.
2: I like the seven-two. I like the six-eight as well. I don't have a seven-six, but I'd like to get one for Lindy rigging.
1: Well, you could put it in your boat. okay oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: we're gonna uh, <laughs> we're gonna have a, we're gonna have it out right here. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, and I'm more of a bass guy, so. You know, when I think of what the rods are for, I use them mostly for bass applications. So today, or usually, I always have my 6.8, medium, extra fast. Um, and by the way, those terms, I mean, those terms are so, you're so used to them. Let's explain what we mean by that. Yeah. I, when, when, so, you, when
0: you guys talk numbers like that, I feel like when I'm at a tire shop and they're just saying like 24R17, 32 slash, yeah. and no, I just, my eyes just glaze over and I'm like, so yes. let's let's break it down. Whoa. So the tire
1: size is the aspect ratio depending <clears throat> on the, like if it's a 215 slash 70, it's, it's an the, aspect ratio of the tire height. Yeah. 250,
2: 255 or, centimeters and 55 centimeters. Yeah. Centimeter and
0: treadable. the R15 is the rim size. I yeah. literally feel my soul leaving my body right now. <laughs> don't you know this stuff, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. No, I, don't. <laughs> I, don't. I said, can you look in the computer what's on a 2015 Volkswagen Jetta, please? <laughs> Just, I want that. I want that one. Jeez, I don't do that. I just, I'm like, hey, how big a tire can I fit on my pickup truck?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I need to get new tires for my pickup. Anyways. How do you need to get the new tires for your pickup truck? Because I put 38,000 miles on it already.
1: Oh my God, you're going to pass me. I know. I drive a lot. I don't drive anywhere.
2: Well, I don't live close to the shop.
1: I don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. So let's talk about the He's numbers. He's driving up to Stock's so, boat, aren't you? <laughs> You're circling, down, circle, down. circling around the... <laughs> the start, pretty soon I'm going to be driving up and down the, the streets of St. Peter. The, <laughs> the blowhorn driving past the Luma Craft. Okay. So Waiting on
1: the, order. Order? It's Where is our Domino's Pizza? Stefan is Stephane? a little late. Yeah,
2: where's Stefan?
1: Or is it Stephanie, I should say. I actually don't know. It was. I didn't really read it. That's, that's a
2: good, 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 good strategy. Okay. All right. So the so length. So six, when you talk about the length of rods, it's six, like six eight is a six, six foot eight, eight inch, inch, rod. inch rod, and that's from the very bottom of the of the butt to the tip. Yep. That's the whole, the the whole length of the rod. The, gri- the grip, everything.
1: Yep.
2: Everything. Yep. It's the entire length of the rod.
1: And the handle. We always say it's like a nine inch handle is the actual spacing from the bottom of the
2: real seat. To the butt end of the rod. Yeah. And that's a little confusing.
1: Yeah. Cause people are like, oh, what's overall? And overall to me doesn't mean much because the top end of the reel seat has to be a certain length so your reel fits in it. Yeah. And we use a split style reel seat and a split style grip. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of open pockets in the rod to
2: feel
0: everything. Yeah.
2: So, and is that,
0: that's basically the entire length of the blank that you're using then yep. as well? Yeah. Okay. So it's six foot eight. Like if you measure it out, it's probably
1: six foot eight. 0.25 or something, but it's it pretty much 6.8. Yeah.
2: So I use this, Well, oh, and then talking about the length and the, the action and the power. So those are terms that, that a lot of different companies use differently. There's no industry standard as far as what is a medium and what's a medium light and what is a fast and what's an extra fast.
1: That it, Medium light is the biggest like, oh, it was a sunny day. Well, what do you mean that it was a sunny day? There Was there clouds? Was it perfectly sunny? There was not a cloud in the sky. You have no idea. So to me, medium extra fast will cast like a quarter ounce to three eighths ounce. And the tip is basically the speed of the tip is in the upper 20%. Yeah. So, and that's a pretty broad category. Extra fast is a really, people said our, our rods are some of the faster extra fasts as they've, they've seen. And it's like, well, no, they're a true extra fast. So When you snap with that rod, it rebounds super quick. It's really only tip action, but it does have a pretty good transition to a backbone and you can fight some huge fish with it.
2: Mm. Yeah, so the terms medium refers to the power of the blank. In other words, how how much force it takes to flex the blank. Yep. And then the extra fast or the fast refers to how quickly you transition from the tip into the backbone.
1: Yeah, figure it's like a... I don't know, like a, if you look at a parabolic curve, it's like a...
2: I think they're not not parabolic. No,
1: no, but I mean, like you look at a parabolic curve, that's a moderate action rod. Yes. And then you, as you get the tip, the less of the bottom of the rod flexes, the faster the rod actually mm-hmm. is. And then we get into the extra fast. They, you can't really build them much faster than an extra fast because it's really hard to catch fish with them. There's no give in the rod. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I use my six foot, eight inch medium extra fast apex elite for Ned rigging that's what i had it set up for really yep. I, yeah yeah I,
1: I i throw a quarter ounce well actually i throw the same jig all year long i throw a quarter ounce moon eye with the wire keeper for minnows Well, yeah but you're walleye fishing uh
2: yes but I for me for bass fishing it, what, what are those you, those are the things that you catch when you're trying to walleye fish yeah those are the nuisance fish the things that keep you busy yeah exactly. yeah
1: I'm just kidding i love bass they're I have, have a new. You're getting. Appre- yeah, you're, I have a new appreciation. You're for getting better.
2: I like the 6.8 length. I feel like I have more control over that. It's a little shorter. I'm not super tall. And I, I think it's just a, it's a super sensitive kind of. It's, it's a good all around rod. It is. I mean, for, especially if you're, if you're going to buy one rod, that 6.8 the one
1: is a dynamite rod. You could
2: do anything with that rod. Mm-hmm. It's got the sensitivity. It's got the lightness. You can do whatever you want.
1: I don't like it for rigging because it's it's a little short. Well, personally, it's too fast. Mm. Like it's. You
2: say rigging, you mean Lindy rigging? Yes, I mean
1: yeah. well, and not even Lindy rigging. Just there's so many different types of rigging, but basically live bait rigging. I mean, pulling like a with, sinker
2: with a leader after with a, a, with hook. a slip weight, it's like yeah. some kind of
1: weight. You know, you, either you're running creek chubs or something like that. Yep. Um, that's where that medium light really shines. Being able to being a little slower, and the, then a little bit more give. The tip
2: is a little slower, so if a fish bites your. Your minnow or your worm or whatever—it's not
1: so instant. Where you have to, you almost feel like you have to set the hook instantly. This is—it's a little slower. The
2: fish detects doesn't detect
1: the the rod as much. And that rod, I fished—I've fished panfish all the way up with it. I mean, it's it's very sensitive.
2: Yeah, I like I use my seven foot two, medium light fast for um, wacky rigging. Okay, because you can skip that thing forever.
1: You know, and see, I see for me, I fish wacky rigs deep, so. Really? I fish wacky rigs in like. Do you certain, put a weight in them then? Yep, I put a Nico weight or so that's a, a screw. So that's or, a Nico rig. But they're, I mean, no, or it's not. Th- well, yeah. I've been switching to the wacky jig style rig. So, so that's
2: that's 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 wacky jigging. Yep, that's wacky rigging with a weighted wacky rig is what it's called. But if you put a nail this, weight, this in, is why I'm not a bass guy. Because if you all, put a nail weight in the head of a of a stick worm, you're Nico rigging mustache worm. That's what my family calls them. They look like mustaches on the same kind of. I mean, you got all these super technical terms about everything except for the bait you use. It's kind of funny. Except for walleye,
1: yeah. like, like bass fishing, it's just like I just the, use the it.
2: sport that's all technical for bait, but it's funny.
1: You're you're literally throwing a big pen down there that wiggles, yeah. and they love the thing. They love it. We caught a bunch of fish on that today. It is incredible. While that bite, I mean, from going from sixty degree water to eighty two in a a week span was pretty rough.
2: I think Stefan's here.
1: No, that's a motorcycle. Maybe he's <laughs> delivering our pizza on a motorcycle. That would be amazing. He said he's in your neighborhood and your neighborhood's
2: not that big. No, that's true. He said he arrived safely. <laughs> so the seven six, the seven foot two inch. I, I like that a lot for, for casting light bait, casting weightless. Yeah. But it's, I also, that's what I use for Lindy rigging too. I've used it for Marabou. Um, like hair jigs and stuff like that. That
1: is not my favorite rod for, for hair though. By far, hair jigs are, you need something different and I'll go into that because the hair jig rods are dynamite for what I actually use them for.
2: I'd like to get the seven, six. I don't have that one yet, but now if you're like me, your rod holders are a true exact
1: seven, six. Um, which means you'll have to custom order a rod that's seven foot five. Otherwise, you'll make it seven foot five the first time you jam it into your rod holder. What What do I
2: have that you ordered for me years ago? That's just been you a have a six foot eight inch, six foot eight apex, apex. Okay, yeah. elite. Nope. Ah. You didn't want the elite. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you had ah. apex money. You didn't have elite money at the time. <laughs> I is it so, still in one piece though? Yeah, sure it's, it been, oh. it's
0: been in Dan's boat this entire time. I've, I think I've used it maybe four times. I, you
1: know he did sell his boat, so you
2: might be well, able to. crick no, it's in, now it's, it's in Dan's, Dan's, my garage. It's in Dan's garage. It's in, it's it's in, so in good waiting, shape. It's it's good me. Yep. I've kept it safe for you. I my new boat is going to have eight foot lockers.
1: Okay, yeah. See, mine has seven six on the top and then seven two on the bottom, which actually works out pretty well.
2: I'd like you know for I want to get one rod that's just going to always be rigged for rigging with a bullet sinker on it and a leader. I'm just always ready to Lindy rig. See, and I, I've been going back and forth. Oh, wait, something going on? All right. He's here. Pause, Tom. Is that Stefan? No. This is John. i got to get this on. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah. He's probably on 2nd Street. Oh there's confusion. Don't yeah, guys. Folks don't ever live on a half street. It really it messes up people. everything up.
2: <laughs> this is going to be the weirdest experience. It's going to be walking up there's people on a podcast talking about him as he's delivering the yeah, pizza. So
1: I'll open the door. I'm right around the camper.
2: <laughs> this is riveting stuff, guys. It's riveting. I can see his headlights. John is outside. John is outside. <laughs> he's outside. <laughs>
0: I got some pizza delivery music here queued up, okay? Oh, good.
2: Hold on. Come on. Where did cheese go? There you go. I don't know. Where did cheese go? Oh, I see it. I don't know.
0: My favorite band wrote a song for a Domino's uh, commercial that got rejected by Domino's.
2: Is, this, so just, is that what we're listening yeah, to? so
0: they just, they just release it for funsies. Is this Ween? It is
2: Ween. How did they reject this song? I can't believe it. We don't need it again.
0: We don't need it again? We don't. There is actually an unrated version of it. <laughs> 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 I don't know if we want to play the... No, we the, don't need the
2: unrated version. We don't? No. Oh. As amazing as I'm sure it would be. All right. Well, we'll pause here. Yeah, let's take a break. What are we doing? 10 minutes in already? Oh, we're 22.
0: Oh, look at that. Yeah.
2: All right, we'll take a break, guys. We'll be back after the uh, after the pizza delivery. We'll let you know if the pizza showed up on time.
0: Stefan, we're not even going to get a look at him. John's, John's like it. at the curb already. All
2: right, guys. We'll be back after this break. I really? had a really chaotic body. <laughs> I'm not regular. It's more of like a like traffic jam. I got a gassy chassis, man.
0: All right, let's do it.
1: Gassy chassis.
2: Hey, everybody. This is Dan from the Iceman Podcast. Coming to talk about our sponsor, Tuned Up Custom Rods. If you need a new... Custom rod in your life. <laughs> Nailed it, Hot Hot. Do you need a new custom rod in your life? Check out tunedupcustomrods.com. We ain't
0: stopping. We're, yeah, we're through this one. <laughs>
2: uh, tunedupcustomrods.com. Use the promo code ICEMAN to save 10% off your order this time.
1: Holy smokes. I don't know if Dan could have got that one down any better. Um,
0: Freedom Baits. He's
1: in a pizza coma. <laughs> yeah, so we got pizza during our break, but uh, we're also talking about Freedom Baits, hand-poured quality plastics at an affordable price. Uh, There's some pretty killer new bass plastics. Um, if you want to use code ACPF10 for 10% off in your next order, uh, that'd be pretty cool. They ship fast. They show up real quick, and they're, they're pretty cool. Nailed it.
0: We're celebrating our 10th episode with Freedom Baits tonight, aren't we? we huh? are. Absolutely.
2: Go Freedom. All right. Big fans of Freedom Bates. That was not a great commercial, right? So that, <laughs> that was pretty good. Stumbled a little bit on my. All right.
1: So to <laughs> let all the listeners know, we had pizza delivered, so we had to panic because the guy uh we thought Stefan, we thought he died at, on the side of the road. He and was lost.
2: It took him. It took him a long time to get to the door. Yeah, he, yeah. Was,
1: he was listening to the podcast. He got he,
2: he got, was distracted, and
1: yeah. he gave us a crack bag full of ranch sauce. <laughs> yeah. oh, I forgot your baggie. His your baggie of ranch. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little weird But well, the pizza was good Pizza was delicious Go Domino's if you're, if, you're,
2: if you're ever in the mood for pizza Let me give you a tip Domino's
1: Domino's? It was you pretty, heard it here first It, it was pretty that legit that, that Brooklyn style I told you
2: You heard it here first That was pretty Domino's legit Domino's makes a good pizza
1: So we gotta get back to our open water lineup That's
2: Yeah we're talking about the elites right? Yep so we did the 6.8. 6.8. We did the,
1: the 7.2. 7.6 is the same rod, just a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have the 7.2 Ultralight. Which I love that rod. So the Apex Elite Ultralight is a very stout Ultralight. Mm-hmm. It's not what people think of this buggy whip. You can cast a 100-ounce one, one micro jig country mile. No, this is like a power power fishing panfish rod
2: yeah it's an it's an ultralight with a backbone
1: yeah it's an ultralight with guts you know i mean it's it's a it's a really good rod i love it for fish and slip bobbers Um, a lot of springtime crappies where you're actually throwing kind of a harness of stuff you know a little float a little i use tungsten jigs now all the time for panfish because black widow makes a little like micro jig and making it tungsten makes it just stellar because it's heavy um, so you can actually cast stuff out. Did you get those at the ice show? Yeah, and I tie my own, all my own lures with them, of course, because I never can leave anything alone in my life.
2: Must tinker,
1: John. Must tinker. Yeah, I get stuff and I'm like, <clears throat> oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the next two months tying these together, and then I'll fish with
0: them once, and then put them in a box and throw them on a the shelf. So is that only good for casting, or could you troll with that, or uh, the ultralight? Yeah, I've trolled some. I I don't know if I'd troll with it. No,
1: I troll for like crappies late. Kind of a beetle spinner, yeah, like a beetle spinner, super slow, like point basically as soon as the blade flickers, Mm -hmm. you troll at that speed. But I've trolled, um, like those are the old Mr. Twister little sure, I don't know, they're like a a double zero Colorado blade and a a grub. You troll them pretty deep with like an eighth ounce, you can do really well in crappies, so more of a searching type thing,
2: yeah. I, it'll cast a, a mean, uh, uh. Oh, I oh just boy. had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! For oh boy. all your listeners,
1: if, if you were on this end of the microphone, it's a weird picture watching Dan like fall apart. I saw one;
0: eye go one way, the other I go the other way. Thought we were gonna have to do CPR. <laughs>
2: mini might a mini might it'll cast a mini mite but mm-hmm. you're right. It is not. It's not that oh, that super whippy bend. You know, fight the fight the fish with a cork yeah. rod, which is great. It's it's kind of like the bullwhip in that sense, mm-hmm. where there's you know, it's there's it's got a it's got a
1: real solid backbone, um, and then moving on. So the difference between the elite pro and the regular apex is a little bit of handle choices. There's Those one, are our three lines. Yes, our sorry, our three lines. Um, the elite is the highest strain of graphite we can produce. The pro goes down w- one level, um, and really the pro. The reason we go down a level is getting into eight foot. You want a little bit more. Um, a little bit lower graphite. So it doesn't blow up Mm -hmm. because if you make them super high strain and super long, that's a recipe for disaster. Uh, And then the regular apex is the lowest grade graphite that that we make, that we make the (laughs) producer
0: Tom Greed, which
1: is still a a really nice rod. And in certain applications, I actually like them better because they're a little softer and a little bit more forgiving.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So a lot of stuff that like, for people that aren't real familiar with our rods or kind of just getting into it, six eight medium extra fast and a regular apex is probably a better rod for a beginner. Which is what you have. Than the six eight <laughs> elite, which is faster
0: and less forgiving. Yeah. Oh. So when you say forgiving, what do you mean? Like I'm going to break it, or I'm no gonna...
1: not even not even that. Just the overall feel. Um, it, it's not like an apex elite is a very fast graphite stick.
2: So when you set the hook, you see, I don't, it. I don't. If you, I'm so dumb. I don't, to, I don't
0: even know what fast means. When you, if say you that. go to
2: Cabela's and you buy a rod off the shelf, which is not a super high end rod, you know, unless you're in like the really expensive G Loomis or Saint Croix or whatever. If you buy an off the shelf rod, it's not going to be very. It's it, the the tip is going to bend a lot when you set the hook, and it's going to bend a lot of the rod is going to bend too. So it's going to be really soft, which means that the tip bends a lot and it's going to bend a lot of the rod, meaning it doesn't have a really strong backbone or it's not really fast. Okay. So if that's what you're used to fishing with, which that's you, Tom, that's what you're used to fishing with. It's a gradual step. It's hard to just, you know. Getting uh, the really high end rods, the expensive high end rods are just built very differently. And they're not easy to, if, you, if you've never fished with them before, it takes a, it takes a minute to learn them. Okay. But they're there, more there's, sensitive.
1: There's a definite learning curve. And then how you set the hook, too, on a, like an Elite, you, you just have to kind of flick your wrist. And mm-hmm. it sets the hook. A regular Apex, you kind of give her a little bit more of the
2: beans. And a ugly stick, you have to try to rip the fish out of the water. Cross her eyes. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it still doesn't do anything. And you cannot feel anything with an ugly stick.
2: But you can't break them. I mean, you, yeah. I was Challenge saying. accepted. I understand. <laughs> Challenge accepted. We're breaking one of the ugly but sticks. But it's really hard to break them. It is. They're, it is extremely hard. So there's different reasons for those.
1: Well, and the higher end sticks, they break more often because as you go up and strain a graphite and try to thin out that rod blank, when people, I mean, we have the craziest breaks in the world, but. There's certain things that, like, if you smash it in your rod locker a few times trying to close it, the rod will break, but not look like it's broken until you cast it, and then it'll fall. The tip will fall off. Mm -hmm. Or if you kneel on the side of the blank, they'll survive a couple kneels, but not a bunch of kneels. Or if you set your cooler on one, yeah, in the bottom of the boat, drop a canoe on one, drive over with a truck, Um, they will break. Things Uh, that
2: ugly sticks are are built to handle.
1: Ugly sticks seem to. That's what they're. They shine. Except their guides will break just like every other guide will. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about that.
0: So if you get your boat, I want to go out there and do. I want to do. I want to do like the Pepsi Coke challenge with all these rods to see if you can tell the difference. The, the layman's challenge, just to see how, how it feels or what I, that would be.
1: First of all, you pick it up and it would be like, oh, this rod only weighs five ounces. This rod weighs four and a half pounds, and all those four and a half pounds are on the tip. That would not be a
2: fair. Yeah, thing.
0: you. If you look at the, two I'm talking about. Scientists. I'm talking about just your your lineup.
2: Oh, oh Like sure.
0: my my rod versus the elite. Sure. You probably could
1: tell a pretty significant difference, especially if you do like if you're fishing Malax and you go from a sand transition to a mud transition. That extra sensitivity is.
0: For a lot of people a pretty significant thing yeah. I mean, there's, a,
1: there's a big price jump but it's pretty significant you can feel the bottom you well can i don't want to brag
0: but i can definitely feel why i always catch weeds
2: nice <laughs> i can feel that all the time well now you'll be able to know if you've caught a weed or a fish okay that's that's they feel different <laughs> i catch the best salads so the God, i don't even <laughs> know what to say i mean like
0: this is one of those things i'm that, sorry I, i'm sorry <laughs> I'm just kidding. I am a complete amateur. so Which is
1: good because uh, I, Dan will say this, I go into geek mode. And I sometimes, I, I've i watched customers, you start talking to them and their eyes get all glazed over. And they're like.
2: You design the rods. It's, like, in that, the design it's like at
1: the doctor's office where you're, the doctor's telling you you need to lose weight. And here's all the reasons why. And you're like, yeah, I'm not listening to you at all. I'm thinking about which. Which McDonald's is going to be the soonest? I'm fasting actuals. for four hours for this yeah. appointment. So. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> made it this far. Leave me alone. But it's the truth. I mean, I get into technical terms of blank diameters and how, because what a blank does when it casts it actually ovals and there's all kinds of different. Crazy which amounts of technology. The that vast majority of people don't need to know that or care about that. Nope, they just want to know, hey, did, is it good for this application? So we'll go on to the pros, um, which the pros are the long ones. They're, we have uh, two base models, and there's so much confusion in this one. We have a medium light fast and a medium light extra fast. They are extremely similar rods, yet extremely different. So That t- sounds like a... It's it's a really hard thing to explain. I always tell people the medium light fast is for rigging. It's a little slower. It's dynamite for pulling, you know, slip sinkers or egg sinkers or small Lindys, whatever you want to do. And then also, what it really I like it for is super light marabou jigs when you're fishing like four pound line for smallies. Um, and also, as well as I do a lot of like snap jigging with it with real light lures cause I can feel everything with it. And like, I, I like to get away from my boat when I'm especially fishing in the brainer lakes area, like cross lake and stuff where the water's so clear. I want to get away from it, you know, mm-hmm. big long line quarter ounce jig. And I'm just kind of trying to float that lure up and down. Yeah. Like almost like a hair jig and with a, a big minnow, well, not a big minnow, but a normal size minnow and the medium light extra fast is a little faster. And what, a lot of people use it for is more power type fishing, like heavier rigging, um, heavier Maribou stuff, like Mille Lacs type stuff, or people have them cut down to like seven six and fish a lot of big creek chubs with them. Um, just a true deep water rigging rod versus a shallow water rigging rod. And I don't know, I don't know if any other manufacturer really split that difference. Um, but I use yeah. my medium light extra fast a lot for uh, wacky rigging. Really? A ton. I have a seven foot five, and I just, I love it for that. I have a what a Pro Scion one thousand with Nanofil, and that's, that's a reel. Yes, sorry, it's a Daiwa reel, <laughs> um, with Nanofil ten pound, and I, that's all I use for wacky rig,
2: wacky rigging now. I have an older pro, one of our first ones that we made, and I have mine cut down to six eight. It's a six eight medium fast. Maybe it's an extra fast. It's a medium light extra fast, probably. I
1: don't know because we, there was a period of time where we printed labels and we forgot the
2: L. <laughs> See, I, I I actually think it's heavier than my six eight elite. I think it's a heavier I think it's a heavier rod, a heavier tip. Well, you might have had a prototype too. Could have been,
0: but that I mean those are the two. It blind, was years ago, yeah, years was, and years ago. And and
1: everyone's went through iterations of different rods, but those are the two that we. Um, primarily sell and promote is they're just great walleye rods and they also double as bass rods too.
2: Yeah. The pro one does, does lend itself more towards walleye fishing though.
1: It does. It's not, they were never designed for bass, but as bass fishing is turning more finesse, um, I'm seeing a trend of more lighter. I mean, like you look at how light Ned rigs have gotten. I mean, 10 years ago, All bass stuff was like three-quarter ounce or one ounce. It was all super heavy stuff, big jigs. Now it's like, hey, we can actually fish bass with lightweight stuff. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think it's
2: a lot better. So what about the just regular Apex lineup?
1: Regular Apex lineup, we have a 6.8 medium extra fast and a 7.2 medium light fast. Both great rods, similar to the Apex Elite as far as powers and range, but they're both a little, and when I'm going to say softer, they're not... The graphite does not respond as quickly as an Apex Elite, so when you're jigging, your rhythm is slower. Which you are slightly less sensitive. Could be a good thing, and it could mm-hmm. be a bad thing. So for me, I I like that instant like where you jig, your rod tip goes up, and that rod just like instantly goes back to straight. Mm-hmm. The Apex is a little slower, and we're and we're talking. A lot of people won't notice a big difference in that, but that's the, the the difference in graphite. It responds faster, which makes it more expensive and actually, you know, more brittle. Cause it's all about the the elites are more brittle. Yeah. So it's all about like the modulus and how I will try to not geek out too bad, but <laughs> as Dan's probably hearing my brain go like tickety tick with an abacus back and forth um the strain of graphite is basically how fast it returns to zero kind of that's the the best explanation so the different modulus is like it's it's faster to move back to where it was Mm -hmm. so lower modulus usually the kind of the slower softer feel of a rod yeah which can be great I mean, like crankbait rods they're usually a little bit of e-glass a little bit of slower graphite they work great for throwing crankbaits because you want the tip to kind of load up when if you set the hook on a fish or not even set the hook on a fish, just kind of pull it. It kind of sets itself. So it doesn't bend out the hooks, doesn't yep. blow their mouth open. And doesn't wreck your 10 pound mono or whatever you're throwing with it.
2: Yeah. So a lot of manufacturers, you'll see I see them talk about how they have thirty million whatever modulus or whatever you say or Yeah, that's I I
1: that is the biggest pet peeve of mine in the entire market because there's no there's no standard for rating modulus. You can rate it at any point in the rod. So it's like, oh, it's got 64 million modulus at this point right here. Well, usually you use the longer, stiffer fibers in the back end of the rod to get a better butt section. And the lighter, more sensitive thing, you could use a lower modulus and no one would ever know. Because mm-hmm. the way you make a blank is you take a steel mandrel, wrap fabric over it, impregnate it with epoxy and then sand it in the basic terms of it. So it's kind of wild to have people pinpoint, it's like we use mo- this modulus graphite. Well, it's not the whole rod. They have multiple layers. If you ever start to look into how a rod's constructed, there's multiple layers and all kinds of stuff that goes into them.
2: So there's a lot of Mike marketing hype. Yeah. When it comes to, you know, how, how, what, what modulus it is. And we get that question asked to us sometimes is. Yeah. People, people
1: get hung up on that and you know, I have a, an old Bass Pro rod before I even wasn't tuned up and it's like, it's a 64 million modulus blank. You cannot feel anything with that rod. That, that blank is supposed to be super sensitive. Well, there's not one thing on that rod you could, you can feel. Yeah. So it has nothing. I mean, handle construction, all kinds of stuff goes into rods. If anyone ever wants to start seeing some crazy stuff, take your rod out, cut it in half with a, dremel and you can find all kinds of weird stuff in there um because every rod manufacturer is different every Mm -hmm. rod you know we build them kind of one off if you wanted a six foot seven apex elite go ahead order one we'll build it we'll build anything really Mm -hmm.
2: yeah but the blanks are designed yeah we we designed designed
1: around a certain set of length requirements and it's weird because people always ask for, I want a seven foot five medium extra fast. And I'm like, that rod would be terrible to fish with. You'd fish with the top upper foot of the rod. And then the thing would be just a pool cue after that. So some of that, you just, it's not possible.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you, you do have to talk people down sometimes Mm -hmm. Yeah, for their own good.
1: And a lot of people, I know we've, we've touched on this before. Like we, we start a little bit more of a traditional, we use cork. We, we haven't gotten too big into the wind grips and stuff like that because um, we found out that they don't seem to hold up as well as cork does. I mean, mm-hmm. cork is still kind of the king material for it. Plus, it looks cool, and it's more natural.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we do have the, the three lineups of spinning rods, the Apex, the Apex Pro, and the Apex Elites. And then we have some bait casters in each of those categories. We do have some bait
1: casters. We're actually trying to come up with more bait casters. Um, our shop plan was kind of screwed up this year with our move,
2: yeah, and COVID and yeah, all the, the things that could screw it up. The post COVID
1: rod world is is very messed
2: up. It's hard to get stuff like boats, yeah, and rods and reels. <laughs> I mean,
1: we've been struggling at getting reels. We've been, you know, we get in two three reels a week versus what we used to get in, where you just order them and you have tons of reels in stock line is really hard to get um and then just i think overall lures it's been slim pickings for a lot of the hot items this year mm-hmm. a lot of manufacturers were just trying to stay afloat with inventory
0: right now
2: one of the things that i love about is that because of like stockpilers like you though are
0: you uh, like are you like one of the <clears throat> people responsible responsible for the ammo shortage you just I have am. stockpiles and stockpiles and sitting on he I didn't am. stockpile when it was desperate. He stockpiled years ago. Yeah, I stockpiled before. <laughs> that's Obama. that's what yeah. the smart ammo people do too, though.
2: Back. Yeah, he bought low. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, like like lures. I mean, and I mean, my wife always say I'm crazy for buying four of. If I find a hot lure, I'll buy a four pack or a six pack or twenty six of them. Um and it's like, well, if I like them and I use them a lot, they're consumables to me. They're not mm-hmm. just like I buy one and I'm like, oh, it'll last forever. No, I will lose it then. If I buy 24 of them, I'll never lose one. Yeah. I lost five countdown Rapolis two weekends ago. I was livid. Yeah, we're fishing walleyes and you have a pike come up and swallow it and you're fishing. I mean, you're fishing a 10 foot, eight pound fluorocarbon leader because the water's so, so clear that you can see your lure. You could we spiked all our countdowns with globe paint mm-hmm. and you could see him 125 feet back in the water trolling at six feet down. That water was gin clear. And so you'd see the glow lure disappear. It set the hook and the pike had it in its stomach. It's like crap. <laughs> so, I mean, and then, and then we have a, we should talk about our trolling line. Yeah. Cause that's one thing that a lot of people don't know that, We have a very good, solid trolling line Mm -hmm. for super lines. Um, I've used them for lead core. I've used them for smaller planer boards. Um, They're not designed for big salmon, but I know a couple people have been doing really well on small salmon and um, trout for them too. But they're a basic kind of good trolling rod they're designed by us but they're not manufactured Mm in-house so
2: that helps us keep the cost down
1: yeah because if we did them in-house um telescopic rods are extremely hard to produce for custom applications because they're kind of you cut them once and you can't cut them again (laughs) yeah Um, but we do a six footer a seven six an eight six and a nine six i believe
2: and oh. the eight, the seven, six, the eight, six, and nine, six are telescopic. Yep. So they do fit in great. They in cut boats. down. They yep. they they all drop down to like seven two ish, seven six. There, yeah. it's all listed on the website. Yeah,
1: I don't know. They, I just use the eight sixes all the time. Mm. I always have them in the boat now. I have the same lures hooked on them pretty much all year long. They're,
2: they have the standard, um straight grip, so it comes out of the. Yeah, that's rod a, rod the nine sixes. Easier. Otherwise, they have triggers, and they come No, I mean they're not split grip. Oh
1: yes, yeah. yes, and they're actually. Uh, we did not do a traditional handle on those, like cork or EVA. We did a basically it's like a hard plastic type handle, and they work great for rod holders because mm-hmm. majority of those you just throw in rod holders all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah. and it, you know we we definitely designed it to be a super high performer that's not ridiculously expensive.
1: Yeah. That that was the thing for us. We had to keep because trolling, the reels are pretty expensive. You know, line counter reels are, hundred to twenty to two hundred twenty dollars. Depends if you're doing, you know, Shimano's versus Okumas. Um, I like the Okuma cold waters because they're inexpensive, but the Shimano's can get pretty spendy if you're buying, you know, eight of them or something like that. Yeah. Dan, are you gonna troll? With your boat, God, you still so, what Jeez. are you doing here? You are on. The Why sky. am I
2: still here? I, don't oh, know. I
1: should just leave. But no, I mean, it I actually
2: them. did buy two trolling rods this year, John, for my boat that I didn't get to use yet.
1: Yeah, you, we're gonna be out of trolling season by the time you get. There. <laughs> thanks,
2: thanks. No, and the, our trolling rods because they're not produced by us. We have uh, a, a larger quantity.
1: Yeah, we actually have stock of those. Um, we have them
2: up at Garrison Sports, I believe. Right?
1: Yep. Up in um, up in Malac. shout out to Wayne at Garrison Sports who uh, got the he had the best shiners of the weekend. So his <laughs> his one, all of his shiners went to feed walleyes.
2: Yeah, I, the trolling lineup I think is really important, and and a lot of a lot of our pros have been really digging them. Yeah, you know absolutely. They've, they've been doing a really good job with them. So what for me, what i thing that I've enjoyed is I buy a lot of baitcasters, and.
1: We should talk about our Apex Elite seven two and seven six medium heavy bait casters, which yeah. are
0: awesome,
2: they're, super sensitive.
1: They're a powerhouse rod. Um, they're
2: they're they're medium heavy, extra fast, but I would say they're a little bit more than medium heavy.
1: Yeah, they're, I mean they're, they're they're heavier than you'd expect. A medium they're not heavier. quite extra fast. They're casting fast. I should we'll put a little asterisk by that because so blanks in casting versus spinning. There's no real definition of which go to which blanks but casting rods are normally slightly faster than a spinning rod um that i don't know why that ever started but that's what it is but we've built our casting blank into a you know a heavy spinning rod if people are fishing football jigs and stuff like that that works really well
2: for that Mm. but they are a heavier rod, they not are. not weight wise, but no they're, action wise. Yeah. They're they're borderline. I'd say rod. maybe medium mag heavy. That's what I'd call it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean,
1: it's close. I, I call white. it. I call it a medium heavy because I like if I'm fishing bass and crap, I like to have a pretty stiff rod.
2: Cause I, I use I've, mine for jigs. I use them for the big half ounce, three quarter ounce jigs. And
1: I've used mine for frogs. Um, it works pretty well for oh, yeah, dogs. I do good for that. Yep, especially if you're not fishing just in the middle of the thicket. You yeah. fish on the outer edges, which that's all I do in the summer. I don't. I'm not one to just chuck it a quarter mile up into the junk.
2: Mm-hmm. But for me, I've enjoyed being able to get more customized baitcasters because there's they exist out there, you know. So like for the the what do we call it? The flipping stick. Yeah, we do.
1: And see what we tuned up does a good job at making rods. We don't do a good job at telling people that we make cool rods. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why we, one of the reasons we did the podcast is because we, we build a great flipping stick. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. It's one of the best flipping sticks I've ever used. We don't really talk about it. Um, We build a great seven foot three, Heavy, extra fast, which is a dynamite frog and rod. You know, it's a short little tip. You can make short little strokes, but when you hook into a fish, it's like hauling up a telephone pole, and you can get a five pounder out of weeds no matter what. Um, If you have a, the biggest thing you have to pair a a very good reel with it. Fast reel, fast reel, and a super powerful drag. Because if you don't, it'll slip, and then you'll that fish will just go down, and you'll never see it again.
2: I love the. Crankbait rod, too. You, I'd li- I need to get a judge is what I need.
1: Yeah, you but, need to get a judge.
2: We which should. is like a hybrid crankbait.
1: Yeah, that, that'll that be the next Good double. Good
2: square bill rod, mm-hmm. which is what I throw most of the time.
1: Yep. it's uh, we built some pretty cool rods. We do. <laughs> just I, I never <laughs> thought about that. And, we, and I always tell people, just always don't ever feel hesitant about, you know, asking us what we can build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially me. I'm an Insta- gram and facebook and whatever my number is about as public as you can get for a <laughs> telephone number but i mean people are like hey we got and we have cool rods in the shop right now uh we're just you know still building our showroom
2: yeah yeah and we're putting them up online getting yep. them out there for people to see yeah getting yeah. photos taken yep. takes time
1: we still need to get more photos up
2: yeah we've so, got a photo contest going on right now it'll so, probably be over by the time this this one airs but we're going to air this tomorrow morning. Mm, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> we could.
0: <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I'll, do I'll some be editing. up all night
2: crunching some numbers or crunching some buttons, but that's okay. But we are, yeah, we want to get some more Facebook. We want to get some more photos from users for our website. So if, sure. you, if you have good pictures of yourself using tuned up gear, send them to us. We want those. Tag us on Instagram. Send it to our Facebook. We'd like to get more of you guys. Um, out there, because, you, you you know, people take great pictures. People use the product if we want to see it. So should, we should do just a, maybe we should do a contest, like share contest. Well, so if, we do have one happening right now. No, no. On no. Facebook.
1: Well, we do, the, the Tuned Up does, but maybe the Iceman should do a contest. Okay. What do you think? Um, Let's go something crazy and do a 50% off coupon for an open water rod.
0: Ooh. Okay.
1: Oh, that's legit. Cause oh, that is, that's a lot. That, oh, and, and we'll say it's um, Are any, any, employees any,
0: eligible. No,
2: <laughs> you're not an employee time.
1: I'll like, I'll yeah. share, <laughs> <laughs> but we should do one. Um, and maybe it'll be a full custom. Like you call us up. Hey, what do you want? What do you, what have you dreamed of in a rod?
2: Okay. So if you like and share the, uh, Iceman
1: podcast, Facebook, yep.
2: Uh, so I'll make a post. Like and share the Iceman podcast post. Um, and, one, and our page. And our page. Yeah. And tuned up. And tuned up, yeah. yeah. And then if one person uh, will pick one person from that randomly yep. to get 50% off a custom, rod. A custom open water ride. So
1: you've got an Apex Elite for, you know,
2: 280 bucks. I mean, You're at one, 140. <laughs> That's a big, I mean, that's a big yeah. discount. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that doesn't, that's amazing. more than a free ice rod. Oh yeah. It's a real big discount. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. Let's get it out there. Wow. Wow. That's. <laughs> we're making, we're making things happen today. <clears throat> that's what happens. This words. is, this is John on pizza fellas. Yep. So <laughs> haven't had any carbs for a while. This feels great. <laughs> I think I like it, John. Yeah. Should I'm we cut a, it here? I think we should. I think we should. We've. This has been the, the weirdest, wildest episode of all time. It has. I can't wait to hear how the pizza part comes out.
1: <laughs> I think John I, was outside for that. He didn't even get to hear it. He didn't even get to hear it. it. It's nope. going to be all surprise for him. <laughs> well, I had to get my pizza. I've, I was hungry. I don't know why pizza sounded so good, but sometimes you just got to get what you do. You, know, you,
2: you wanted it. And you made it happen.
1: I did. I actually opened up my phone, downloaded an app, started a thing, <laughs> ordered it, and actually made it through there. That's pretty impressive. A lot of good me. stuff happened. A lot of good stuff happened. I, m- I may never use the app again. <laughs> but it
2: worked the time you needed it. Yep. All right. Roll that outro, Tom. Thanks for tuning in guys. We'll see you on another episode again. We're not sure how we're going to be releasing them in the summer, but uh, we appreciate all the listeners we have and we look forward to hearing from you guys next time.